Hey, everybody. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel and the all-new MNC Nation. Friendly reminder that Biden's latest proposal of aid, just the latest proposal of aid to Ukraine, would be about $500,000 per household in Maui. But instead, Biden is sending them $700. And I don't see anybody putting Hawaiian flags in their social media profiles like they do with Ukrainian flags. Did I miss something? Or have we completely lost our minds when it comes to our priorities? I mean, look at the debate. Look at the debate. The idea that we should be looking out for Americans first was poo-pooed and shot down by globalists and establishment Republicans. And what did they do? They fed you the same old line that we have heard for decades. We can do both. We can do both. But we don't. And I got news for you. We can't. We don't have the money. We don't have the resources. Just just an observation that I've, I've seen. No Hawaiian flags anywhere. People in Maui get 700 bucks while their families were burned to death. And the Ukrainians are getting $500,000 per household equivalent in Maui. Just in the latest round of proposals. Throwing it out there as an observation. I know, I know. It's been heavy today, but I warned you when we started, didn't I? That's why I played music. That's why I started the show lighthearted. Some of you are going, gosh, Casey, it's Friday. I'm heading into the weekend. Dude, you can't hit me this heavy. Can you please lighten things up in the 5 o'clock hour? The answer to that is no. The dial is getting turned up. I gave you fair warning today, but here's the thing. I believe that everything that I've discussed today is of paramount importance. And it is just one of those things where you have to deal with some heavy stuff, and sometimes it all just kind of goes together. So i got to tell you about somebody named Mr. Girl. Mr. Girl. Real name, Max Carson. Max Carson is a... Well, I guess he's a YouTuber, but he writes articles on Substack and his own website. He got a lot of attention a few years back. Remember the the movie Cuties, the uh, the pedophile thirst trap movie Cuties on Netflix? He wrote a positive review of, of uh, Cuties. He thought it was a wonderful film. See, this is a guy, he's been arrested on suspicion of being a... A school shooter and, you know, claims that that's not accurate, but he's claiming that he was arrested for making a comment on Reddit, but you don't get arrested for making a comment on Reddit if you're doing that. There's usually some other stuff involved, but he is somebody who was, he was, um, he was sexually abused by his mother. And the reality is whether anybody really wants to acknowledge this or not is people who are sexually abused by an adult when they are young, tend to grow up uh, and have a lot of issues. Not everybody, but it is a commonality that we do see. And he has, at length, not, not just defending cuties, which is clearly a pedophile thirst trap movie. Not just that. But he has written many articles defending pedophiles. Of course, his mother was one. So... Um, he wrote one on the 18th of August on his Substack. He starts it off, and I, I'm just going to let you, we are dealing with mature content here, folks. 
you got kids, this isn't the time to listen to my show. If you're at work, put the headphones on. Should have given you more warning, I apologize, but here's your warning now. I will clean up the language as best as I can, but we are going to deal with some ugly, ugly stuff. He started his article on August 18th. The article is titled, People Shouldn't Go to Jail for Looking at Child Pornography. He then says, I enjoy uh, diddling myself to Cardi B music videos, cartoons about incest, and stories about men being sexually abused by their mothers. And then he gave a website, which is a website for survivors who are males who are abused sexually. He says he used to watch real pornography, but he's since stopped. He gave some reasons for that. That's really not all that important. So he says, um, I, I do wonder, though, if I were a pedophile, and he's been accused of being a pedophile, he behaves like somebody who is certainly sympathetic to pedophilia. Maybe he is, but doesn't act on it. Maybe he is and does act on it. Maybe he just has some sympathy to it because of the fact that his mother was one and abused him. I don't know. But I can tell you that this type of stuff is problematic. And we're going to go into a very, very dark hole here. If I were a pedophile, would I look at child porn? Pedophile is colloquially used to just not just to describe someone's sexual attraction to children, but also their morality. When you call a political opponent a pedo, you're not accusing them of having a shameful sexual disorder for which they are seeking treatment. You're saying, you want to bleep kids, and you think that's okay. Mm, Yeah. The distinction is worth noting, as that which we abhor can still make our body parts stiffen and drool. The real question is, if I were a pedophile with my current belief that the age of consent should be 18 and that even adult porn is immoral, would that version of me look at child pornography? Yup. I'm not talking about videos of kids getting sound of freedomed in vans. I wouldn't be that. I wouldn't be that kind of pedophile. But images of naked children? Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be able to stop myself, partly because I'd have no other outlet for my sexual urges, but also because merely looking at child porn is ultimately a victimless crime. He wrote this. I was made aware of this by some other accounts, which, by the way, I didn't even follow, just somehow popped up onto my feed on Twitter's recommended stuff. Because they were calling him out for this. There's no such thing as a victimless crime when it comes to child pornography. You can't have child pornography unless the child has been victimized. There is no other way to put it. And this guy wrote that child pornography is a victimless crime. Naturally, people had thoughts. They were screenshotting his article, which is free on Substack for you to read. And he was getting Twitter to remove the screenshots of his article under a copyright violation. And he was trying to make the claim that because he makes money on Substack, 
even though the article is posted for free, and they were just taking screenshots of the top of his article, not the full thing, that he could copyright it and prevent them from sharing it because it was denying him revenue. Of course, that's not a legally tenable position. But nonetheless, Twitter complied. People have challenged. Some people can see it. Some people cannot see it. It's quite interesting, actually, how this is playing out. And the reason I left Twitter the last time, I was banned in 2016. I was asked to come back by my company. I did. And I left the second time because Jack Dorsey refused to remove child pornography. And I was encouraged when Elon Musk went after child pornography pretty aggressively when he took over. But this seems to be a trend that's lacking now that the WEF lady, uh, Yakarina, has taken over. Uh, more on this. Again, we are going down a deep, dark hole here. You're forewarned. No more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel in the all-new MNC Nation. And welcome back to the program. Casey Hendrickson here, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel in the all-new MNC Nation. Don't think that I don't know how many of you are out there. I do. And I am extremely appreciative that you listen every single day, but I am most appreciative when you listen to shows like today. That can be hard and emotionally taxing because the issues are that important. And they are. I think everything that I've tackled today has been heavy, but have been very important issues. And so I wanted to take just, I, I want to acknowledge that. And I want to thank you for sticking with me throughout all of this. And a friendly reminder. If you're just tuning in, you're just getting in the car, you got kidlets with you, this is not the time to listen to my show. You can go back, you can listen to it later. This is not the time to have this show on where kids can hear. So we're going over this Substack article written by Mr. Girl, who is real name Max Carson. We left off with him saying that if he were a pedophile, if he were a pedophile, he wouldn't be able to stop himself from looking at images of naked children. And after all, child porn is ultimately a victimless crime. That is a direct quote. Okay, uh, I'm going to skip around. I'm not going to read the entire thing. I mean, it's already kind of a big favor to ask pedophiles to live their lives in miserable celibacy. To add ridicule and violent threats on top of that is just too much. By the way, you can get your KPL shirt at btmedia.news to click on the shop. Kill pedophiles legally. It's like kicking your dog because it's thinking about pooping in the living room. And ultimately, no different from feminists shaming men, conservatives shaming gay people, or progressives shaming straight white people. Sexually shaming people does not make them stop being sexual. It just makes them hate you. Look, the fact that there is all of that false equivalence really tells you all you need to know. The fact that this guy said child pornography is a victimless crime is really all you need to know. I don't need to say it, do I? 
Unless we are going to literally never let anyone be alone with a child for any reason, which is impossible, it's our position isn't isn't our position that we are basically just begging pedophiles not to molest kids? No. No, that none of that made sense. Impotent revenge fantasies aside, only because we don't live in a better world. There is no way to prevent all child sexual abuse. Nobody said that there was. And the reality of trauma is that years of psychological safety can be erased in seconds with one finger. Yes, that's true. That's why pedophiles should die. Remember, they love telling you when it comes to your guns and your constitutional rights, if it saves just one child, it's okay to give those up. Never applies to anything else. It only applies to your guns. Shouldn't we uphold our end of the social contract if the pedophile's end is that they don't molest children? Why pour acid on this vitally important agreement? Because it feels good. To this end, I ask my next question. Does it make sense to arrest people for looking at pictures? Yes, it does. Folks, I look, I already know that the vast majority of you are as enraged as I am. I have been sitting with this for about three days, <clears throat> just so you know. Four, four days. There's a thing called revenge porn, I think most of you are aware of it, where you um, were in a relationship consensual, you took pictures of each other or sent pictures of yourself to them or there's video or whatever, you break up. And then that person takes that material and posts it all over the internet. Now, the people who look at it don't get arrested. But there is a legal cost to doing that to somebody. And when you're talking about a child who cannot consent, this is a guy who just said child pornography is a victimless crime. And why should we, why should we arrest people just for looking at pictures of those, those kids? Because after all, they weren't victims of anything. Yeah, tell that to the junior high school girls that get caught in a revenge extortion where they have a consensual relationship with somebody, it's filmed, and that person then shares it with other people, and those people then blackmail that girl. We had a horrible case about this not that long ago, and I don't know, maybe seven, eight years ago here in Michigan. And then all of these other people are then using the original footage to blackmail her into performing sexual favors on them or into sending them photos or videos of herself. Otherwise, they will make the original video public. Mortified in trying to prevent herself from being embarrassed and exposed that way, she does it. And then the new material that she posts is now passed on to more people, and the cycle continues. He gives some examples that don't make a lot of sense and, um, frankly, are irrelevant. The main argument for prosecution is that viewing CSAM supports the commission of a crime. Okay, if you buy child porn, then yes, 
You are directly incentivizing someone else to commit a crime, but not if you just look at it. Really. Another argument is to protect the privacy and safety of the children depicted in the images. To this end, CSAM should be sought, seized, and destroyed with no exceptions. My hope is that AI moderation tools will soon make it impossible to create or distribute this content. That's not going to happen. Far more likely that AI will be used to create it. He then poses a, a hypothetical. Say you're on a jury in a child porn case. The defendant was sent pictures of naked children by an acquaintance. And within a few minutes, he deleted them and told the acquaintance never to do that again. Should he go to jail? Of course not. Um, well, yeah, because he didn't turn in the person who sent him the footage. You have an obligation when you know a crime is being committed to report the crime. You know, this is, he ends the article with this, okay, and then we'll address an additional aspect of this particular case. Much like the misguided war on drugs, jailing people for looking at child porn puts the blame of an abusive industry on the deprived and depraved end users who can't help themselves. Okay, so child porn is a victimless crime. Um, People who view child pornography shouldn't be put into jail. And really, it's just a disease and it's not their fault. Okay. More next. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel in the all-new MNC Nation. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel and the all-new MNC Nation. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. People like Max Carson or Mr. Girl, the person who wrote the article that I just read from for the first half hour of this, this hour of the show. And again, if you're just tuning in, this is not the time to have kids around. This is not a family-friendly portion of the show. I try to keep my show PG to PG-13. Everything that I'm doing today is FCC compliant, but this is not for kids. This is not for a work environment. This is not for you to be anywhere near a school board or um, potentially some of the weirdo teachers or librarians that we have seen out there. Just understand that you are going to hear some dark and very controversial stuff. But it has to be discussed because the things that we are seeing, you know, yesterday I interviewed the woman who went to the St. Joseph County Library and found a book next to Peppa Pig in the kids section, which is an instruction manual for children to engage in all sorts of fetishes and so-called kinks. It's not a, it's not a book about... I'm gay, how do I adjust and how do I live with myself? And, and it's nothing like that. No, it's an instruction manual that is designed to groom children into being okay with sexual relationships with adults and some very perverted stuff. And this woman bravely found that book and went forward and did her best to get it removed. 
You came on the show yesterday to explain the entire thing, filled in any holes that were left in the story. The stuff that used to be unacceptable five years ago is now the norm, is now being promoted as normal, healthy, and good. And that allows people like Max Carson to go out there and tell you that child porn is a victimless crime and that people who watch child pornography should not go to jail. So his next article, published on the 22nd, what should we do about pedophiles? Now, I posted that I have the solution. I posted a screenshot of his article, which, by the way, um, the image that he uses is, of course, him wearing a mask, because why not? We can almost get to the point now where somebody's running around with a stupid mask on their face because of COVID. They're probably a pedo. I know. I know. That's hyperbolic. I'll admit that's hyperbolic, but we're almost at that point. Almost there. So I posted a screenshot of the title of this, and I said, I have the answer. And it was a picture of me wearing my Kill Pedophiles Legally shirt. Which is not a call for vigilantism. It is a call for legalized capital punishment of people who molest and raped children. Which didn't used to be a complicated or controversial thing. So his article on the 22nd, what should we do about pedophiles? When you pretend to think that we should kill people for their sexual desires, it scares people away from meaningful conversations about pedophilia and child safety. Now, there is this notion that you can be a pedophile without acting upon it. Okay, maybe. So what's the solution for them? Now, he's not at all addressing those who act upon it. He's pretending that there are that it's the norm for people who are pedophiles to not act upon it. Which is something that is extremely difficult for anybody to believe. For various reasons. But he never addresses what should be done about those who are attracted to underage children. But don't act upon it. He never addresses that. Not that I'm aware of anyway. So it continues. It says, the problem. At minimum, 1% of men are sexually attracted to children under the age of 13. By the way, he keeps writing about men doing this. This is a guy who was molested by his pedophile mom. Why is he making this about men? Hey, I got news for you. We hear about men molesting children a lot. But did you know that the statistics show that women are more likely to do it? We don't talk about that in this society. Mothers are more likely to abuse their children than fathers are. These are all statistical facts that you can look up. And there's a lot of research that suggests that women are far more likely to sexually abuse children than men are. Although that's a little bit more nebulous and up for debate. It shouldn't matter. It should not matter. It's reasonable to view these pedophiles as landmines awaiting 
the feet of innocent children. We humans regularly risk our safety for sex, so it's hard to believe that pedophiles will resist the irresistible, no matter how severe the consequences. Yeah, so, okay. On one hand, this is part of my argument for not jailing people solely for viewing child pornography. If sexual gratification is just a few clicks away, they're not going to be able to help themselves. Okay. But again, when you're talking about children, it isn't a victimless crime, as he alleged in his last article. On the other hand, it's also an argument for treating pedophiles with extreme caution. Caution, not hostility. Wrong. Solutions. Number one, be kind to pedophiles. No. Next. Number two, reframe pedophilia as a disorder rather than a moral failure. It's irrelevant. It is irrelevant. If this is psychological, physiological, moral, doesn't matter, folks. It doesn't matter. You rape children, you die. I'll address what to do with those who don't in a minute. Number three, sexually satisfy pedophiles. No. Four, wake the bleep up. You likely already know a few pedophiles. Cool, if I find them, I expect them to go to prison. And then I expect the legal system to kill them. Five, sacrifice privacy on social media apps. Nope, don't need to do that. There's no sixth solution. There's no seventh solution. Hmm. I can come up with a couple of ideas. I think that many of you can as well. More coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel in the all-new MNC Nation. Good afternoon, everybody. Casey Hendrickson here, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel in the all-new MNC Nation. I've got to tell you about Z-Bar to South Bend. If you go to Z-Bar to South Bend, you got a pickup truck. First of all, they are the home of truck accessories. Whether you want tonneau covers, bed liners, you want, uh, you want steps, you want all, all those accessories. Tint, ceramic, Z-Gloss paint coating, they have them all and more. If you want to make your truck actually look, you know, awesome, go to Z-Bar to South Bend. You know, a lot of people go to Z-Bar to South Bend for, you know, routine stuff. Uh, window tinting, which is great. The window tinting is amazing. I get all of my vehicles tinted there. Uh, I immediately go to Z-Bar to South Bend, even if there's factory tint, because they put the UV tint on. They can change the shade. They put the UV tint on, even on the windshield. So not only is my vehicle cooler inside and protected from the sun and its rays, but also the harmful UV rays are not getting to me and my family. I get the interior and the exterior details, usually twice a year, change of seasons, make the vehicle, you know, look and smell brand new, get Germ Defender put on there, which helps my family stave off those seasonal illnesses. Ceramic Z-Gloss paint coating is a full paint process, hardened ceramic coating that goes on your, your paint that is harder than your clear coat and your paint on your factory vehicle. And it will help protect it from the elements from acid rain, from UV rays, and it will also help protect it from scratches and dents. It is a great, great product to have on your car. And it's going to make your car look like it's been waxed and polished for up to, well, not up to, at least seven years. It's got a seven-year warranty on it. 
Z-Bar to South Bend. Let them know that I sent you. What should we do about pedophiles? Friendly reminder, if you're tuning in to the end of the show, this is not a family-friendly segment. So they had solutions on what to do about pedophiles. Be nice to the pedophiles. Reframe pedophilia as a disorder rather than a moral failure. You can even sexually satisfy the pedophiles. You can do that. After all, child pornography is a victimless crime, this person says. And then, of course, it says, wake up. You likely know some pedophiles now. Okay? They better not find out that I know them. Well, let me rephrase that. Um, They better pray that I don't find out. Casey, are you threatening them? No. Not unless they touch my kids. Because, again, I believe in killing pedophiles legally. But I darn sure will turn them in. And then the fifth solution is to sacrifice all privacy on social media so they can scan everybody's everything. No. And again, this is a false premise that most pedophiles don't act upon it. They won't actually rape a child. They'll just look at pictures of other people molesting, raping, or exploiting children. And that's a victimless crime, right? You know, this is sick, twisted stuff. This guy is allowed to be on Substack. This guy is allowed to be on YouTube, even though the channel's been deleted several times. YouTube keeps reinstating it. This is somebody who's allowed all over social media saying things like this. Now, I am free speech, but you're talking about somebody who's advocating illegal behavior here. Child pornography is a victimless crime, huh? So what about the pedophiles who don't act upon it? By assaulting. Maybe they just consume other people assaulting, but they don't actually assault. What are you supposed to do with them? Are you supposed to throw them in jail for looking at the pictures? Uh, Yeah, one. Yes, yes. The possession of child pornography is a crime. For a reason. You know, he never once mentions castration. I don't know what the equivalent of that would be for female pedophiles. I don't know how that works out for the female physiology. But he never addresses that. You know, there are people who are pedophiles who do not want to have those urges. And they request, many of them behind bars, and they request castration. And most of them are denied. Now, you can have, this is what, okay, how do you you know that it's 2023 and the entire world is clown world now? How do you know that? We will take a child to have hormones and surgeries done to butcher their bodies and permanently maim them, but we won't let pedophiles voluntarily get castrated so their urges subside. I want you to go ahead and think about that for the rest of the night and then enjoy the rest of your weekend. What kind of a messed up society are we living in right now that we will butcher children's bodies because the parents want to use their children as accessories and be accepted into the cool kids club. My child is transgender. Even though over 90% of them will grow out of it in a couple of years. So they butcher their child's body permanently. Just so they can get some social acceptance. That can happen. But somebody's actually behind bars. Because they're a pedophile. Oftentimes cannot get voluntary castration. But there is a movement right now in the federal government, in the Biden administration, to pay the costs at a federal level for gender transitions of inmates. 
This is already done at the state level in many places, but they're trying to do it at the federal level now. But somebody who actually is a child predator oftentimes can't voluntarily. Sometimes they can, but oftentimes they can't voluntarily get castrated so their urges subside. I noticed that that's never brought up by Max Carson, Mr. Girl. How is it that the most obvious solutions are the ones that they, they avoid? Now, folks, I, I am well aware of how bad this show has been as far as heavy content, and I'm well aware of the past hour. I have been suspended by Facebook and Instagram and I've had numerous posts removed by those two platforms, including Threads, Instagram's new Twitter competitor, over the past two weeks because I've stood on this hill. And I'm okay with that. People didn't fight this battle. And as a result of not fighting this battle, it has now been normalized and has been put in curriculum It's been put in public libraries and school libraries and classrooms. We have got drag queens wearing lingerie who have vulgar names, who sell merchandise where their vulgar names are written in bodily fluids, dancing in front of kids in middle school. And you're supposed to tolerate it because we didn't fight this fight. No more. Go on offense. Bill O'Reilly's up next. I'll see you Monday. Podcasts by Federated Media.